podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Right then, to start off things, we'll talk about the FA Cup matches over the weekend. So, what did you think to the Shrewsbury-Liverpool game? Was it a shock to you? They weren't that good against us, so to get a draw against Liverpool... Liverpool reserves? Well, Liverpool reserves, (laughs) but even so, if they can't beat MK Dons... Well, yeah, I'd say it was a bit of a shock. Shrewsbury should have won. Yeah. Cracking own bell. If they put that defender up front, they probably would have won. (laughs) Finish was brilliant. Do you think Klopp got his selection right? To what end? He wasn't trying to win the match, was he? He was trying to arrest his senior players. (laughs) And I think he actually quoted it as, it was a fun game. What's your opinion of Klopp's decision to play a younger team for the replay? I think at the end of the day, as a manager of a club, you're entitled to play whatever you want. I think if you've got youth teams available to you and you think they can do a job, then play them. If Liverpool don't want to win the cup, that's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) No complaints. I think there's a bit of bias going on here. Let's be honest, it's not like your under-23s have been on a big run in the uh, football league training. But that'll be... They're out of that already, so... It's not not a shoe and you're going to beat Shrewsbury with this younger team. You're just throwing it away, aren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, I what do, so. do, you, do you think it devalues the cup, though? I kind of agree perhaps he should be there to manage the kids. But maybe he booked on Well, maybe he has. <laughs> maybe his wife's a bit of a dragon. And, uh... He did also say he has received a letter from the FA to yeah. say that no competitive right. fixtures should be played during the winter break. And that, that's what, that's no, what no, he's going with. He received that letter from the Premier League. Oh, the Premier League, not, not sorry. from the FA. Do you think, though, with... Premier League teams, I mean Leicester haven't done it, but Watford put out a very young team. Is that every Premier League team does it? They put yeah. out weakened sides. I mean it means nothing to them. For you, for MK, did you put out a strong team? I don't know obviously what round Yeah, you I mean in. lower league teams put out first teams because we've got nothing to lose. It's money to us. Do you- Whereas the big clubs, they've got the money, they don't care. So in your opinion, is a replay say if you got drawn against Man United, you had a home tie, you drew. This is where the argument is a lot, what I'm hearing, that they appreciate almost the replay more than going through. Uh, speaking from a, someone who's a lower league supporter. I've not seen any last minute own goals so far. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was Carl Robinson at Oxford said yeah. that lower league teams yeah. play a lot of games as well. Yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. Obviously the Premier League... Man City, Liverpool, exactly. they've got Champions League, World Club Cup, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Lower league team, they've got the EFL Trophy, which seems to go on forever. If you go on a Carabao Cup run, you've yeah. got God how many legs of that to go which through. Which we'll be on about later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, like, And they don't have the squads that Liverpool no. and City have got, so they can't afford to rest players. No. So they're probably as knackered as the Premier League team. I mean, would you, as all of us, would you want replays, or do you think they should all be doing on one game? One game straight to penalties. Yeah. Greg, do you agree? Yeah, I think so. Do you think it tarnishes the whole essence of the cup, like people are saying, or do you think things change, people have to get over it? I think it? the essence of the cup was tarnished when we started having games on Thursdays and Mondays at yeah. ridiculous time that fans can't get to. Yeah. Like, I think it's also I. Like, Boxing Day, Leicester, we do, we Liverpool. We do get a lot of old 
people talk about the FA Cup and it's like they're basing it on 30 years ago where yeah. it's like it was the only Things changed, it was the only I mean, game in do, town. Do you think it could could be better if they seeded like the Premier League clubs, say the top eight Premier League clubs to play away at the worst eight that go I through think, to I the think third it's round? All right. I think so then they get the money or whinge so much about it. Or you could almost give that scenario to the worst eight and say, Do you want to play home or away? And then that, that way. I mean, I'd probably just get rid of the league club. Giggs forward and Giggs is running powerfully and he's still running around Giggs. Approaching the Arsenal penalty into the Arsenal penalty. Giggs shoots. What about Leicester then? Leicester Villa. I know we have to talk about well, it. Robbery. <laughs> no, no, I mean, obviously, we've got to go to the, the big. The, who watched the game? Did, I did. Yeah. Did you watch it? Did you see highlights? I've seen really. a bit. <clears throat> did you see the handball? I've seen the handball. Was it a handball? Yeah. Obviously, it's quite, it's quite clearly a handball. Do you think VAR would be an idiot <laughs> and looked at the one no, on the deflection I, I afterwards? I can't believe they did that. I was listening to it on Five Live. And it was really bizarre because when it happened... Because I think it sounded like they were doing that. The commentators turned around straight away and said, "Not, uh, it's not a handball. Yeah. Why is VAR taking so yeah. long? Five minutes later, they then turned around and said, we've seen another angle, it's definitely a penalty. Well, Where did this new for. angle suddenly come from that VAR didn't see in the because first place? Because me and Amp were speaking about this and there's a tweet by... James Madison, I don't know if you're, all of you are on Twitter, and there was one angle where you could clearly see it. But there was but two, then, but then basically two, two blocks. Yeah. There was one block where the guy is, you can, you can make a case to say, well, he's, it's fired at him, but his arms are above his, basically level with his head, and they're away from his body. Well, so. yeah, he's, he's lifted his arms up, his, his, um, his biceps are in front of his face to protect yeah. himself, and then his hands are sticking out over his shoulder. Now, if he's got his arms up and stuck his arms across his face to protect himself, then he's had enough time to react to the shot. So that argument from the VAR assistant referee is completely null and void. Do you feel, as Leicester fans, a bit gutted that you didn't make the fight? As you got so oh, far yeah. into the deep into it, do you feel that? Although, that, I mean, do you think you could have done any any more on that game? I mean, obviously to score a goal. Yeah, but, definitely. Or do you, you think they just had, had the luck with them that game? You've had two games against Villa who are on. I'm not going to slag them off, they're not terrible, but they're not great. Yeah. And they've beaten you over two legs, which is poor, really. I think you gave me the stat, didn't you, about shots on target, something like that. It's like 12 for Aston Villa and not, yeah, 42 well, it, it or something. It did seem like a little stuff. bit, yeah. Shots. It did seem a little bit like not every, on target, every shot, shot Villa scored. had went in. And, but, you know, you can't. It wasn't, a, it definitely wasn't like, I don't feel like we were robbed or anything. I feel like we no, should. No, I thought Leicester played well, they were yeah. over two legs, and then Villa. They defended really well and yeah. they deserved it. But it definitely seemed like the breaks were going about. their way. Yeah. Do you think Le do you think there's a, a small problem up front for Leicester, or do you think it's just that that Villa played so deep that well, Villa, banks, got, Villa got banks the first goal in both sides yeah. and they dropped back deep? It's hard to break teams down. Well, yeah, we that had was that their tactic, as I said, defend, give it Grealish, and if you can see the first goal in both games, you've, you've kind of played straight into there. Yeah, it seems to be the Rogers way though of like, which I've got nothing against, but especially later on in the game, yeah. too much passing it about, you know, yeah. Sonky to Evans, back to Sonky, just hoof yeah. it into the box. Yeah, look Some, for the well, second someone to get ahead on we it or get a penalty or. It's sort of like yeah. a big lad. But even if you on, get it in the book, you know, they might, well, 
There might be a handball, whether it's given or not. I don't know, but here are we. Yeah, at the moment, well, the problem law, with, law of averages with dictates VAR, you might get one of them. And then you'll get the VAR and you wait for ten minutes. And it's like, oh no, it's not a handball. Actually. To be fair, like the Boxing Day one, wasn't it? It hit the lads. And game was good. Game lost to Southampton. I think had three goals this last. All correct, but it's still. I just think when when you won all uh, on the second leg, so it's two all or whatever. And you're passing about the halfway line between your defenders, and when you could just hoof it into the box. And I know you haven't got Peter Crouch in, in there to head well, it in, but yeah. just a bit more direct football. And then Villa go down the other end. Yeah. And score, you know, well, that, that, you just roll the dice a little bit more. I, he did used to do that a lot with Liverpool, yeah. didn't he? Well, like when we were losing games, he was still trying to. And that's that's I think obviously the question. I don't know. I don't follow Leicester that regularly, but. Do that? Do you have a, like a plan B where you sort of do? Probably not. Once, plan, it doesn't not. quite work. I think we rely heavily on the um, the creative players that we've got yeah. to be direct and open up defensive. Like of Tillemans yeah. and Madison. And you Pereira. do have a lot of direct players though. To be fair, don't you? You have Gray that can take on a play. You've got. Yeah. Um, it was telling when Vardy went off in that game, and the entire crowd went silent. It shows how much they rely on Vardy yeah. as a player. Mm. One hell of a player though for one million pounds though, isn't he? Like you've got Vardy who's so lively and then you bring on in a Nacho and I mean as much as a good finisher he is he's a bit like how when we brought on Sturridge he's sort of like a, I really hope the ball comes into the box to him because he will then shoot one at least on target mm. but you won't get any as much tracking back you won't get that sort of yeah. thing from it I mean like, he's getting a bit better at it from what I've seen with him and he's scoring goals but I just feel that you, you need with someone that's so explosive like Vardy, you probably might need another plan. Leicester bought in Perez. Yeah. He's a very good centre forward and he's played yeah. really well when he's played yeah. instead of Vardy. But they stick him out in the right wing and then yeah. wonder why he doesn't do a job. I know. And the Leicester fans go on his back a little bit of bad as well. It's a bit unfair. It's not his natural position, but he works hard. Yeah. yeah. He's he been was, involved in a lot of goals. He's really good against West Ham. West Ham. Okay, here we go. This is the big question. Would you have Grealish or Madison on your England squad? If you had to pick one. Why do you have to pick one? Because I said so. <laughs> because I said so. Because I'm being a bastard. Because he's a Liverpool fan and Henderson gets uh, first, first pick, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, Henderson might be captain of the Euros. Possibly Chamberlain as well. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to at least have two things. Not Mason Mount. I'm, I'm a Leicester fan and I love James Madison, but I'd probably go with Grealish. Do you think so, moment. at this moment in time? Yeah, he's been absolutely well, outstanding yeah. at times. I mean, I have saw, saw him against Man City and he single-handedly tried to carry the team. Obviously, well, yeah, that's at the that point. time, 6-1, 6-1. He, six, does, one, car- six, he one, does carry that team and elevate them and he gets the most out of his teammates. He's, he's an I mean, all-round you'd like to, player. Because Madison's playing in a better team, so yeah. he maybe has less... Like, Grealish is good as... Without Grealish, they main out like in Steve both Gerard, games. Really, it, was like, it was like their tactic was defend and give it to Grealish. Yeah, and if you and, it, and it came and, up, I mean, I saw like, like we said, we me and Matt saw the Man City game, didn't we? The second half, and you could see the other Villa players did not have a clue what to do with the ball. I know they were probably five and six nil down at the time, but you could see that it was very sort of where's Jack Grealish we need to pass the ball to him because he's that guy that would do something or could do something
Moving on to the best team in the world at the moment, do you think Liverpool will be unbeaten? No. No. Wait, are we talking about the Premier League? Premier League, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, not in the Champions League. I think we'll lose in the Champions League. Uh, yeah, why not? What do you think? Do you think they'll be I, I don't. I don't think they'll go unbeaten. I think um, they'll win the league way before the end of the season, and then they might take the foot off the gas. Yeah, I, I think they've got... A, there's a other agenda, isn't there? I think there's a Champions League, so if they can get it nearly over the line, got a tough game in, in the... Second round? That's 16. That's 16 against Atletico Madrid, so I would probably think that they would more than likely go quite weak afterwards. Unless they've got any more records to beat. I don't think Klopp's bothered about records. I think he wants trophies. I think if if he has the chance of winning the the treble... The trophy's more or less there. Yeah, the Premier League is, but obviously if you're... Going after the treble, if it's in the FA sure. Cup and Champions League, you might look. You've got to the Champions maybe not put the kids out in the Premier years, League, but <laughs> two years running, and you only lost to yeah. uh, your goalkeeper, maybe having a concussion, or maybe just being well, total yeah. rubbish, and Gareth Bale scoring a overhead kick. Well, I, 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 you put it nicely about Carrius and his concussion, I think. Well, they, I, I mean, it's not like it's, it's the first time he did that. Yeah, but, like, that, that goal where he just rolls yeah. it into the striker's path, yeah. that definitely seems like he's maybe... I mean, Ra- 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 I, mean, Ra- Ra- I mean, Ramos has never denied having his elbow into his head. <laughs> but this is Sergio Ramos we're talking about as well. Oh, standard every game for him, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no, normally Liverpool... Are out of the FA Cup by this point because I think yeah. under Klopp we've gone out and full round every season. Yeah. I think to, Wolves not to start to, like to a team that starts with W. Yeah. Yeah. A stat there. Who have you got um, in the next round? Chelsea. 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 Doesn't start with a W, so we might be on. Yeah, it might be right. Might, might go on and win it this year. Yeah, maybe. might win it this year. Depends <laughs> how many W teams left, isn't it? <laughs> West Brom. <laughs> but yeah, I think if if Klopp. If, if he's got an FA Cup semi-final, Champions League semi-final, he's not going to put your Mane's and your Firmino's out no. of the league once we win it, if we win it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I must admit... Yeah, but he's, he's hardly seen to you like the Everton, game against Everton. He's probably put a stronger team out against Shrewsbury than you put out against Everton beat Everton. You can beat Everton with reserves anyway, can't you? Proven that. That would have really hurt that. <laughs> That would have seriously hurt. Well, Shankly did say there was only ever two teams in Liverpool. It was Liverpool and Liverpool reserves. <laughs> Not even Trumbeer or Crew. No, they didn't get mentioned. I think. Good to stand. Who are they? Everton. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting on on how he's going to do what he's going to do with the squad exactly, and how he's going to deal with all the additional games, especially uh, Champions League games on how he's going to take it, whether he's going to bother going for that or whether he's just going to wait, as stupid as it sounds. Going back to Sam's point, though, about if we put out a better team, a worse team against Everton. No, it was, I think you had better attackers against Everton. We had a lot of I don't think the fans knew then who he was really going to play, whereas this time they know the kids are playing, yeah. like the, the real young kids. Yeah. How many fans are going to really come to Anfield and... Uh, is it going to be the atmosphere that we know from Anfield? Exactly. I mean, the thing is, you hope that they follow like what Newcastle did. I think they put a one pound for any kid under sixteen. We have. I think Liverpool have a couple of costs off the tickets quite a bit. Yeah. But. 
and that filled, I think that got 50 or 1,000. I mean, it didn't help them, but mm. <laughs> I think at least got people in, didn't oh, it? You, might, you, you know? might not fill the stadium, but as long as it's not absolutely like... And it's not fair, awful. really, on Shrewsbury, because obviously they... But well, it'll be a hollow victory if they do win because they'll say, oh, we'll beat Liverpool at Anfield. So, well, we'll beat Liverpool's kids at Anfield. Yeah. The record books still show. Exactly. Yeah. A win's a win. Yeah, I know. It'll only be Liverpool fans putting a little asterisk. <laughs> so, oh, no, so here's the next question. So the people that said no to Liverpool being unbeaten, do you think they would lose to someone really random, like in the lower lower end of the table so the bottom half or do you think they would lose to like Man City um, or I think we've got Chelsea coming up off the top six at the back end of the season you've got teams fighting for survival mm-hmm. it's got a different ball game you've got to play um, Watford still yeah, yeah 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 we only scraped past them on uh, Pearson's first game I think it was yeah. mm-hmm. it was like a season a few years ago when Sunderland suddenly beat everyone well, yes, away, so you know, Chelsea away, Arsenal away. No, no, like with a beach ball when we played. That was good, Sunderland. That was down bent days. So that what, what was that about 2011? I know that's the like the worst Sunderland team Peaks ever. They said, didn't they? Yeah. Dick Advocat, wasn't it? And when you got a Fabio was... Barini scoring all your goals for, keep you up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's he? Okay, here we go. Here's another question that I'm putting out to you. Which which team is better, Wolves or Leicester, on paper? Because obviously we're saying, because we're saying Leicester are above Wolves, so hypothetically they're, they're a better team. Do you think there's much between them, or do you no. think there's? I think Wolves, to I think Wolves don't play well against lower lower teams. So if they get given the ball by, say, a Watford or. Palace, they would probably struggle more than against well, a team like Man City, Man United. Wolves, when they've played Liverpool and Man City, probably give them a better game than we did. I think it's hard to argue that. But the table Wolves, have only, Wolves have only won eight games, we won nine in a row. Yeah, but Wolves are, what are they, sixth in the league? Sixth in the yeah. league at the moment. And they've also been playing yeah. in the Europa League. Yeah. yeah, they've already played the entire season of fixtures. Yeah. yeah. And they're not that far behind Leicester. No. Mm. And I mean, I've watched both games that um, they played against Liverpool, and we were both incredibly lucky You're to come out with anything. Uh, especially the second game, when they got that equaliser. They had chances there, and Torre has got his head together. I don't know what's gone on there, but he's turned into a real... I don't real think he played that much last year. Quality player, yeah. i say that Wolves have got more of a um, defined identity in their playing style. Yeah. They always like they're going to carve out chances. It doesn't matter who they play against, they're still able to dictate the play on their own terms. Yeah. Less think, yeah. They don't get bullied, though, I think do Wolves they? can fall back into a sort of like being hard to beat mode a bit more than we can. We can see the first goal was like a bit like, yeah. well, we just passed about a bit more. Yeah. I think they've yeah. probably got a better squad overall than Leicester. Like, not, maybe not first 11, but yeah. overall, I think Wolves probably got a bit more yeah. on the bench and Here, come on. Here's one here. So, if Wolves don't get into York next year, which is a possibility, they could you know, have issues at Europa League, get knocked out there and go on a slump. Do you think they would still have Jimenez and Troy in the summer? Or, or do you think Possibly, they would stick, stick have, with? Or does amount, it depend on the, the amount manager? Of money, the amount of money you have to pay to buy another Premier League player yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. 
I think there'll be a big queue for Traore though. He's ripped the league. Oh, he really has. Yeah. Top clubs in Europe. I think he's the most foul. He's the most foul player I I read somewhere. Yeah. And I think Robertson was the tenth player to get a yellow card off him. Do you not think he's one-dimensional? He is. He's always no. always has been. He's though. just direct pace. If you're a decent defender. You should be able to play against that week in, week out. Well, this is the weird thing you said that, Matt, because when I saw the, the game against Liverpool, Robertson didn't have a clue what to do with him. He was, he was calling over like someone to double up on him. Yeah, but Robertson's not a defender. He's a wing-back. Mm. Can you put a proper defender against yeah. him? I think even Gomez struggled against Torre. I think they tried to double up against him, but he's so strong. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't go... He only goes down... He's not like... Oh, controversially, you know, Grealish or someone like that. There, he make he wins a lot of fouls. He'll just keep going, won't he? Tour is quite an honest player in that sort of context. He started cutting inside more this season. That's, that's my observation. Mm-hmm. It can go both ways now. Lightning speed. That's why defenders are struggling. Yeah. I mean, I mean, would you relate him at all to a Madison? Or I know it's slightly yeah. different type. Different, player. different type. What about strikers? Jimenez to Vardy. Quiet. Because Jimenez doesn't isn't as Jimenez is more good, is he? Yeah, well, he's better know. in the air, isn't he? But he doesn't. I think Vardy's one of the best taking Jimenez, chances. Jimenez is a better all rounder. What do you think, Am? To be honest, I've not really watched that much of Wolves to have an opinion on that one. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? It's, it's two very different teams. Yeah. Leicester play with yeah. one up front a lot of the time, so Vardy's working on yeah. his own, playing off the last man. Wolves play three up front, so yeah, you don't it. know what he can do on that's his it. own because he's always got support from Traore or whoever's on the other wing. So. I mean, you, you can't can, really compare you can say, you can say one thing, though. It'd be an entertaining game when they do face each other. You, you hope they don't cancel each other out, but they did do that first game of the season, <laughs> if I'm right. Yeah, 0 0 draw. Yeah, that was. Well, they are close to much teams. Yeah. Part of the Midlands at stake. It is, isn't it? <laughs> not, what, not Villa. Villa's the team that got well, through to the final, aren't they? But then Birmingham and the last Birmingham, Birmingham seem to yeah. win that one. Villa all say they're the biggest club, which they probably are. Tonight, crisis at Aston Villa as two high-profile directors, Mervyn King and David Bernstein, hand in their resignations with immediate effect. Their departures come as the club counts the soaring cost of relegation from the Premier League. For Aston Villa, the club, it means a black hole of around £200 million. VAR, what do you think, Ant? I've, I, I think it's a farce, to be honest. I think... Um... I mean, I think VAR, it's not actually. (laughs) Fortunately, I haven't got the stats battled up, but I don't think it is. Um, I think VAR itself probably works. It's the people behind VAR in their little room. They're the ones ones getting it wrong. I think you've hit the nail on the head. You you could go, you could talk until you're red in the face about this thing and the amount of times, you know, people have been robbed from it. I mean, you just look at, for example... Dare, dare I say in front of Leicester fans number one the Mane incident against you know the Albright and Mane one and also the handball by I can't pronounce Soyuncu. Turkish guy thank Soyuncu. you so, so, what is it Soyuncu I think it's it's, it's it's so difficult because everything's on interpretation and well, that's, that's fine that's down to the referees but the, mm. the tool VAR 
if that works. We've got a system now yeah. where we can slow things down, look at these decisions that are borderline, and we can make the right decision. Scientifically, everything that they do is correct scientifically. However, I think the time that it takes to go, oh, the, oh, the referee did We're this still decision. blaming the referee. <laughs> it's just the You're just blaming a different ref. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You're just blaming a video ref rather than... And yeah. you're talking about VARs, if it's... A, People yeah. and also a video ref who's got far less excuses for getting things wrong. Right. They've got however many different angles they watch it from. They yeah, still make still the wrong decisions. I, I don't understand why it takes so long as well. Because if you look at like, for example, I watch rugby and other sports, which I know is slightly different, but the quickness that they come oh, to a decision on. Yeah. I know it's a different play because obviously rugby isn't as less fluid as it's real quick in surely. Okay. You've seen the offside ones where you know they're they're looking at it and it's like, well, you know, he's there's a blade of hair on his leg that was offside, so they were going. To... <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, no wonder I can understand like the Wolves one against uh, Liverpool at Anfield, where that guy was <coughs> John, that Johnny guy was just a strand of hair offside, and you could not see anything wrong with that goal. I remember going to and I'm like, why are they going to VAR for so long? It's a fair goal, you know. I think, I think, I think in the old days, you know, when you had the linesman, it was, you know, you get some decisions go your way, you get some decisions don't go your way. That's football. And I think it's sort of yeah. perhaps taking that away from you a bit now. A bit, yeah. And like the last minute, last minute winners. Well, I'm a big fan of VAR personally, and I think the, the thing that people are quite quick to forget is that it's taken away the clangor. The, uh, yeah. the, the goal that stood that where the guy was three yards offside when he yeah. turned it in that doesn't happen anymore in football yeah. it's, it's a lot fairer Roy Carroll from Man United when he scooped out of the back of the net you know, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah yeah exactly yeah. but I just think you know, say for example like when, when the City first won the league 2012 with Aguero okay. you know he scores that great goal and he's got Martin Tyler screaming Aguero nowadays probably they have half the team standing there looking at the monitor going <laughs> uh, I mean, oh yeah, yeah oh great we're on the league brilliant but as a whole, you just think it just needs a little bit of, obviously, a re-look at. You're hopefully never going to get a, a Diego Maradona now, where he's <laughs> basically just gone, punched it in the back of the net. Well, the well you saw a similar thing with the Bournemouth lad, didn't you, where he went to save that shot? Was yeah, it Cook? Stephen Cook, yeah. Where he's arguably one of the best saves of the season. <laughs> Yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that. Need a ten-minute VAR review, does it? No, I think that's also sometimes you see decisions which look fairly clear, and they still seem to take so long on VAR. It's like it's down to the refs, isn't it? Yeah. But you know, even now you can score a goal from thirty-five yards, and VAR will still find someone handballed it about two yards before the player actually touched it to start with. Yeah. Was there an offside strike with the goalkeeper's eye? Yeah. You're not even safe from scoring from distance anymore. Yeah. True that. True that. What do you think about Man United then? Should they keep what should they keep Oli Solskjaer? Yes. I think he's doing a fantastic job there. Are you being biased No, it's not at all. <laughs> do you, I mean obviously hearing on the news as well that they're attacking now didn't they attack Woodward's house or something? You had some Yeah, I mean there's no need for that. Yeah. One of his houses to talk about Man United. Yeah, the first successful attack they've had all season. <laughs> Very good, very good. Um, but what's your opinion on it? 
do you think they, that they oh, should it's stick crazy. with Harding? I mean, I mean, football's come to the fact you've got to attack you know, people associated with the club's houses. It's ridiculous. They're not true football fans, whoever's done that. No. Do, do you think Ollie should stay, though? <laughs> I'll come back to you. What do you think, Sam? If you were my new fan, would you be happy with the position no, that they're not in? Really. But I, I mean, don't know. It's don't... ifs and buts, but uh, you've got Pochettino out of work at the moment, so you wonder if they've approached him, maybe at least on the side, and said sort of like, "Would you be interested?" And he was like, "No, fair enough." <laughs> if you could actually like. And, and it's not like Pochettino's a guaranteed success, but Solskjaer has never done anything. Really. Controversial. <laughs> well, as a manager, let's say. I think for a club the size of Man United and the success they've been through, just to have someone who, no disrespect to Oli, hasn't done much as a manager in the game, I think he is a massive gamble, and at the moment I don't think it's paying off. And I don't think the board truly believe him because I think that's why they're not really yeah. spending money for him. I think I think a prime example was last night where he looked really happy to win one 0 which obviously you would do, but you're they out lost, of the cup. Yeah, they lost the cup, and they didn't seem to sort of push anyone. I know they whacked up Maguire up near the top, and I think there was a free kick or something I, I heard elsewhere that they they had matter on the pitch, but they, they gave it to Fred to take. <laughs> Fred's only scored one goal in 50 odd games. Have you seen his three kicks before? He did do one. Quite a lot of them go high yeah. over the bar. <laughs> I can't remember what game. So it's a regular free kick take. I couldn't believe they let him take that free kick over one. Incredible. I mean, what, what do you think to their purchases that they've done though? Obviously, Maguire, 85 million. Juan Pesaka, 50 million, I think it was. And today, Fernandez well, from Sporting yeah. Lisbon. I don't know anything about Fernandez. So. I think he's going to be their playmaker and yeah. he's going to drive the midfield. So I like the signing. I can see what Ollie's trying to do with the yeah. team. It's going to take time. I don't know if he'll get that time. Yeah. There might be another manager coming and benefit from all these signings. Isn't it? I mean, I'm biased because I'm a big Solskjaer yeah. fan, yeah. as you know. Um, he's did a brilliant job in Norway. Yeah. I felt it was the wrong time to come to Man United. Yeah. They're in a massive rebuilding phase. They're a mediocre side yeah. at, at the moment. Let's be honest. Whoever's been in charge there has failed. I mean, I mean, you what know, Van Hol's a national manager, failed. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had Mourinho there, failed. Yeah. So you're asking somebody with no proven record in England to take on one of the biggest clubs in the world, let's be honest, yeah. and turn them into a champions again. No, Nobody no. can do that with the squad they've got now. So I think what he's doing is a fantastic job. Yeah. Is he going to get time to finish the project he started? No. No. Is he in charge of that team? I very no. much doubt it. I think there's people beyond the scenes pulling the strings. Yeah. So he's on a hiding to nothing. He's never going to win no matter what he does. That's the problem, yeah. I think. And people that under scrutiny of the team so much, aren't they, that any wrong thing he does, or, you know, people even criticise what he says in interviews. I mean, you know, what he says to the, the media might be totally different to how he goes to the lads. You know, if they lose the game, he might say, well, we were unlucky, and he might go in there and go, right then, you were absolutely... Every player that's played with him in the past rubbish. has massive respect for him. Yeah. So that says something about his leadership. I mean, I, I feel sorry for him, because he's been left with Pogba, who's been an absolute waste of space. That's more happy just to <laughs> to help his own merchandise, his own, his own name, being on Twitter and Instagram. 
not actually helping the team. I mean, when you're paying someone £300,000 a week to do that, it's, it hurts. And obviously, you had Sanchez who didn't want to play for the club because he's gone to Inter and scored two goals on his debut for them. And, you know, he's, he's done okay there. And, and yet, they're still sort of like, well, yeah, we're open you, we've opened her, you know, you're welcome to come back to us. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, what do you reckon? Do you think you'll end up there'll be an Allegri or Pochettino in the summer there? Or oh, I have no doubt he'll be gone in the summer, no matter what he does. You wouldn't look further than Pochettino, really, would you? The, apparently, Man United tried really hard to get him while he was at Spurs. Once that clause runs out, yep. oh, yeah, I can definitely see that happening. So I'd imagine most managers are like, you've got no structure behind it anyway. You've basically got Edward Woodward's basically a banker and he's in charge of I was banker wasn't it let me just check (laughs) (laughs) but he's basically in charge of the club and he's got no football but this current trend of sentimentality in uh, some of the bigger clubs I'm not sure it's fully going to work you've got Arteta at Arsenal I'm not entirely sure that's it's a good that, valid point Very I'm, valid I'm not point. sure he, yes he's worked with Pep you know well, and he was a great player but is, is he the man to because Arsenal in slump they've been a well, slump since Wenger I mean, left I mean, the same as when Fergie left I mean the, the, the problem with Arsenal that they've got I don't think it will ever happen at all but they're sort of very close to relegation I think they're three points into yeah, near the drop what? And I think actually the only no, saving... No, I'm not saying that they're going to get the drop up, but I'm just saying you would expect someone of that sort of stature to be up there top five, not looking behind them, thinking, well, I don't really want to get dragged into something stupid. I think the only saving grace for Chelsea this season is the fact that they haven't been able to buy anyone and they've got Lampard coming and actually played but, the kids. I know, and, and, this look, is, and look where they are, they're actually doing the okay. Yeah. It just says a lot about modern-day football that these ex-players can come in and manage premiership teams yeah. with very little experience yeah. and you know you've got Southgate in charge of England yeah. what had he done really before he went there he failed at Middlesbrough yeah. Yeah. and then suddenly he gets a job with the under 21s internationals yeah. you know, it's like yeah don't worry about what you do in your career you're still going to end up in the international <laughs> set and that's one of the rumours is that Man United will play social with Southgate but what's he done club exactly. wise you're like as a manager, you think if that's I'm true, then you I mean, really I'm, don't have a clue. Do you? I mean, with all due respect, the whole Sterling Gomez thing was over what happened at the England camp between them two after you know yeah. the game against um, when Liverpool played Man City. Yeah, but it was Henderson that stepped but, in and did most yeah, of the work. That's what I'm saying. But then he's the one that's voiced it to everyone, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're dropping Sterling yeah. because of this reason. And it's like, you didn't have to say anything. I Just keep that sort they of... They probably that. knew it would come out. Yeah, but that sort of thing happens all the while, doesn't it? You know, you hear, hear training ground spats, you know, when people are playing like five-a-side or whatever, someone goes in really hard, you know, and then it's like a bit of pushing and shoving, and it always happens. It's just you, you do think that you got someone... I mean, I know, he's, I know he's having a bad time at Bournemouth, but someone like Eddie Howe, who has done miracles there before... Yeah. He must be thinking to himself, what have I got to do to get a top job if they, all they turn around and say, well, we'll have Solskjaer and Arteta. I mean, I'm a great believer with how. I mean, he's had it. I'm not sticking up for him because I think he's made some errors with formation and that. But he's had like 12 players, first team players out this year. You've got a Hey, yeah, he does help our, help our banker a little bit. But then he went to Burnley. He was a flop. Yeah, and he left, didn't he? Yeah, that was, to go that was like one time, so, six month job. It's like know, Chris Wilder. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like Chris Wilder, isn't it? Would he be able to do a top job, or do you think no. Sheffield United? Oh, well, is no, actually, no. 
he I think he could do a top job, but I don't think the players would take to. No. You've seen how he is He's with Sheffield. He is blunt. Yeah. I don't think some prima donnas from yeah. you know Argentina or Spain yeah. come over. Mm. Then they're going to take too kindly to his bluntness. Yeah. Whereas you've got like the English players like Billy Sharp. They'll be like, well, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, take yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. You yeah, know, yeah. I'll, I'll work harder. Yeah. If Roberto Martinez can be an international manager, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. What's Thierry Henry being assistant manager? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he's gone to Montreal now. <coughs> further away, the better. And also, a quick mention about your old pal Thierry Henry, who's having oh. a horrible old time uh, in football management. That's uh, five games without a win, a 4 0 home defeat for the Champions. Is that four losses, one draw? Yeah. Tough stuff. You know, no one said that management business was easy. <laughs> Who do you think, then, guys, is going to go down this year? I think 20th place is more or less, unfortunately, set at Norwich. I really hope not. I think they play actually been impre- I think they play fantastic. Yeah. They do. The only thing with Norwich I've found is that they play great football, but they don't take the chances. I, I have nothing against him, but I don't like Daniel Fark. He annoys me. He talks, he's he's talks like too fast. Villain. He is like a Bond villain. He talks too fast. <laughs> What do you think, guys? Uh, I think you're probably right, Norwich will go down. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I think Norwich will go on, unfortunately. Other than that, I'd say Norwich bottom. What about 19th then? Probably Villa. And then. Oh, the elephant in the room has just come out! (laughs) I'd say. I I think it's going to be a fight between Brighton and West Ham. I think Bournemouth are going to get out of it. I think I, Watford will probably get out of it too. I think. I know Watford's because one. They look like they pulled away and they lost that game to Villa and then suddenly they're back down there. It's so tight down there though. Oh, you know, Burnley lose a couple of games. They're, they're, you know, they're in what trouble. What do you reckon though? I'm going to say Watford, Norwich, and Brighton. I mean, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Because Brighton are probably playing their best ever football yet. Well, that's, relegated. Well, that's yeah. what worries me. No one's talking about Brighton getting yeah. relegated. Everyone's just talking about our great Brighton. I think like I think they could probably get themselves in, into Two trouble. Points. Two points. Mm. Two points. So we've got there Watford on 23. We've got Bournemouth on 23. West Ham on 23 as well. Villa 25. Same with Brighton. I mean, you could get even Newcastle there on 30. But you've seen how they've stolen. Arsenal in 10 from 30 points. Well. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's just mental. Well, that would be best if Arsenal <laughs> <laughs> yeah not against Arsenal but against Arsenal yes. <laughs> it'd be great a big, one of the big boys well, to just go for down some, or Everton just something that... Angelotti to get relegated what, what Everton on 30 points 30 points as well and no, Palace on 30 points but you think once, once you get to 30 you're like I mean that's, with, that's maybe ridiculous maybe two, win, two wins away from I mean that's, that's that is mental. A couple of defeats and you're in trouble. Seven, seven points splitting from mid table. Liverpool have hoovered up all the points. Everyone else is like fighting for the scraps. That's true. That's true. Sports Social Podcast Network.